Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. If you want to join the practice or have a telemedicine visit or join the gel study, give us a call. Now, that was a little bit of brain stew by Green Day, and I'm sure a lot of us are feeling that way after what we're seeing and hearing uh, regarding the election, but it's not over yet. Looks like it's kind of bleak for Trump, though, don't you think, Ken? I think he's... The math, the, the math is not going well, no. No, it's not going well, but we're, we haven't gotten to the federal courts yet. We're still slugging it out at these state courts, but we'll see what happens. You never know. It That's ain't right. over till it's over. You've got every it legal right to, to explore all options. Yeah, it ain't over till the fat lady sings. <laughs> That's what I've heard, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, I'm, I'm still fighting with the nurses at the hospital about the vaccine. Susan, one of my longtime friends, uh, nursing friends. She works in the intensive care unit. She says, I'm not taking it. It's it's RNA. I said, what are you talking about? It's not RNA. RNA is a ribonucleic acid, which is the DNA and the RNA, as you know, Ken, that's the genetic material that determines how we, who we are, what we are, you know, color of our skin, eyes, immunity, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we don't give RNA injections. First of all, they wouldn't do anything. And secondly, uh, that's that's not how you produce immunity. You know, these vaccines, a lot of people think, well, this is a live vaccine. And yes, it is. It's an adenovirus with an RNA spliced into its genetic material. So it makes the spike protein, which produces the response, the immunologic response, and that causes our system to make antibodies to it. And uh, so... The nurse, Susan, she says, well, I don't know of any other live vaccines. I said, what are you talking about? Measles, mumps, rubella, vaccinia, varicella, zoster. That's the shingles and the uh, chicken pox, by the way. I just got my my booster for the uh, varicella, zoster a couple of weeks ago. I think I told you about that. I was really sick for a day, but I'm glad I did it because it's better than getting shingles. Yellow fever, rotavirus. Rotavirus is one of the viruses that causes a diarrhea syndrome in kids. And then there's the intranasal influenza, the flu vaccine that we give up the nose, oral polio, which we're not using now. We even have a couple of bacterial uh, live attenuated vaccines, BCG and oral typhoid. So for those of you who think that this live attenuated uh, vaccine is something new, it is not. There is nothing to be afraid of. You're not going to get coronavirus from this. It is not a coronavirus. It is an adenovirus. 
that has genetic material spliced into it that encodes for the protein that causes the immunologic response in humans. And this is, uh, this is called active immunity as opposed to passive immunity. Passive immunity is when you get um, convalescent or hyperimmune serum or you get the, uh, the, uh, the, the condensation, the monoclonal antibody like the president got that's the same thing as convalescent plasma. And uh, these are certainly uh, nothing new and nothing to worry about. So I think that uh, we need to get over this and, and realize that this is going to be safe, it's effective. I think that one of the companies said, uh, Ken, it was 90% effective. Yeah, that was the, a Pfizer one, right? This is a, we're talking yeah, about yeah. Pfizer right now, I think, yeah. The influenza isn't that effective. <laughs> <laughs> really? The, the, okay. No, the flu vaccine's only about 75 to 80% effective in a good year. <laughs> Didn't know that. Yeah, so what are you going to do? I mean, come on, people. Let's grow up here. You want to wear a mask the rest of your life? I mean, come on. I, I mean, I'm I'm dying to get this stuff. Please Me too. The, we're we're, we're one mask. and two in line, you know. I'm, I'm telling you, you know, the, is it possible to have an adverse reaction? Of course. And, you know, people get the flu vaccine, Ken, and they have uh, body aches and a little fever for a day, and it's over. Take some Advil. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. Get back to work. You know, with the, uh, with the um, shingles vaccine that the wife and I took a couple of weeks ago, we were both achy and low-grade fever and felt bad. And, of course, her bowels acted up, but that's just women. Their bowels act up with everything. And uh, so she laid out for the day, but I just took three Advil and went to work. Big that deal. Not unusual to have a slight reaction from a vaccine. Yeah, you get, I mean, this, this is just part of the uh, vaccination process and you know this has come such a long way since uh, Jenner started the whole thing back in the 1780s and uh, back then if you took the, the smallpox vaccine which was uh, a um, cowpox or camelpox we don't know for sure because it had been passed for so many generations from human to human the humans were actually used as the attenuating or weakening uh, host for the for the vaccine, but it still had the potential to cause a very serious reaction. And I think I told you before that John Adams' daughter almost died uh, after receiving it back during the American Revolution. So we're better at it now, though. We're much better at it now. Now, you know, there are possibilities for people to have uh, bad reactions. Probably the worst thing is an allergic reaction to one of the other components that's in the in the mix of the vaccine that we use to suspend it in in some form of juice or something so we can inject it into you. And so lab attenuated or weakened, attenuated just means weakened, are derived from wild or disease-causing viruses or bacteria. And these are weakened over time by passing them usually in the laboratory uh, through cultures. And the uh, the uh, interesting one is the measles vaccine, the varicella vaccine, uh, which was isolated from a child in 1954, 1954. And they passed this through cultured cells in the lab for 10 years until it was weak enough that it didn't cause measles, but it still caused an, uh, an, uh, an antigenic reaction and you made antibodies to it. So that's pretty cool, 10 years. But it took 10 years. How would you like to be wearing a mask for the next 10 years, so? Um, well, I mean, we don't even have to. We've that's what I mean. Got, we come yeah, a long ways. 
yeah, we've, we've already got the weakened virus. We've got the adenovirus. It's not even the coronavirus. So I want everybody to quit obsessing about this. And I'm going to go and slap some of the nurses around and see if I can get them in line. Not better not. I'll end up in the front office. Trust the technology. Trust the doc. Don't believe everything you see on Facebook. No, it's all a bunch of baloney. You got it. We got to get over this. We got to get over this. We have to be more adult and mature about this. This is important because it means uh, not only getting rid of the mask, but getting back to normal business. And we got this crazy Joe Biden coming in and talking about wanting to shut the, the country down again. Of course, that was just campaign talk. He can't do that. That's state level. But uh, a national mask mandate, I don't see that happen. And I think that's just more hot air that he was blowing to his people so that they would feel like he was going to take care of the virus. Oh, my God. Yeah, but <clears> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be a binding mandate. That, too, would be a state decision, wouldn't it? Well, I would think so, unless yeah. he declared martial law. Exactly. So You'd have to declare martial law. Now, if you declared martial law then you have a whole bunch of other rules that come into play. You know, people think that the presidents just do what they want. There's rules that they have to live by. So, yeah, absolutely. If, and if they don't, then they'll end up in trouble with Congress because, you know, Congress, they don't like being uh, uh, overstepped, stepped over. They want to be in control. And the founding fathers were very wise. They gave the states lots of power, you know. And the states want to be in control. That's so everybody's, right. Everybody wants to be in control. I want to be in control. <laughs> well, I've given up on that. Did I tell you what happened this week? What happened? So I'm, I'm refinishing uh, a really nice old table that we have at the office. It's gotten kind of, over the past 20, 30 years, kind of beaten up. Looks really good. I'm done with it, by the way. So I'm working on it and sanding away and staining and painting and doing all that and Wife comes running out of her office. Oh, my God, what is wrong with you? You bought a $7 item and paid an $8 delivery fee on it. Well, I mean, I couldn't find the item anywhere else. So she stopped me with what I'm doing in the morning at the office. And I said, all right, I'm sorry. I won't do it again. Then 15 minutes later, she comes back out. What's his charge for $165 to clear me? I said, I don't know. Come here and look at this. So I had to drop everything again. You know, patients are backing up, charts to be dictated, and she wants me to fix this right now. So I look at it, and I take the, and I go and I get on the Internet, and I go to clear.com or whatever it is, and I get somebody online, and we're chatting, you know, with, with, the, uh, with the instant messaging. Oh, well, you opened an email on uh, September 23rd and agreed to this and blah, 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 blah. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty computer savvy, Ken. I've got three monitors at my desk, so I can instantly, in two different computers, so I can instantly start looking up. And I went through all my emails from September, nothing there. I said, where would I have gotten this uh, promo code that you say I used? Well, you would have gotten it from our website. So I went and looked at my browsing history. You know what? I didn't go there. I didn't do it. And I said, cancel this. I said, okay. And I, then I had to spend time because I reported it to Norton and to uh, uh, LifeLock. And so, you know, it took me about an hour and a half to get all this done. You know how it is when you're trying to sure. do this. It Very takes time. Good. Yeah. Then I come out, and of course I'm behind, and then my nurses are yelling, you got patients, and you've got a telemedicine. And, and so then I go up there, and I, I tell her, look, I took care of it. She says, oh, you know what? I think that's just our clear pass. 
like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's, I think we, we're supposed to pay that. And I'm like, can I choke her now or later? And, and then she comes out 15 minutes later and starts yelling at me because I haven't finished my charts. Yes, dear. Again. Just say yes, dear, and move on. I, I, I took an extra antidepressant. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a day to calm down. I didn't talk to her for a whole day. I was so I was so upset and hurt. I felt like going outside and crying. In fact, I did go outside, but I didn't quite get tears out. At any rate, so I got through it. So now we know who's in control. That's not me. right, all the time. Not me. Right. My house too, buddy. So, oh, listen. One of the uh, one of our listeners, Ed C, nice guy, he came to the office for the gel study, and. Uh, He's a he's a half breed like me, half Catholic, half Jewish. Only he's the he's got the right half of the bagel. I'm the wrong half. Dad was a Jew. His mother was a Jew, so he was raised Jewish. But of course, his dad is Italian Catholic, and so his grandmother, who was right from Italy, is not going to let him go uneducated in the ways of Catholicism, as you well know, Ken. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, he was, I'm sure he was baptized before he got out of the uh, delivery room. (laughs) (laughs) Bring that bowl of water over here. So he learned all about Catholicism and catechism and Jesus when he was a little boy. And then when he got old enough, he started going to yeshiva, which is, uh, you know, Bible classes for the Jewish kids, you know, kind of like Sunday school. Mm -hmm. And uh, so... He's 12 years old, and he's been in it a few years, and he can speak Hebrew, and he knows the Torah and all that. And he raises his hand, and he says, teacher, and she says, uh, yes, Ed, what is it? He said, teacher, I I can speak Hebrew. I know my Hebrew, and I know the Torah, and I know I'm ready for my bar mitzvah, but when are we going to talk about Jesus? He didn't know. He kind of missed the point there. Well, he didn't know that Jesus wasn't part of what he told him. I guess you had, until somebody explains that to you, you wouldn't know, sure. You wouldn't know, you know, <laughs> like very innocently. When's Jesus come into the But he had a much year? wider religious education than everybody else in the room. Yeah, I laughed my, my little derriere off. At <laughs> any rate, that's Ed. He's a good guy, and I enjoyed talking to him. All right, so what are we going to talk about next? We've talked about vaccinations, and we got that out of the way. And so this gun control thing that Biden's real hip on, you know, he was part of the uh, part of the gang that wanted to ban assault weapons back in the uh, 90s. Remember that? Sure. And, uh, and now they want this uh, National Registration Act that would apply to, I guess, to people who sell arms that have a federal license. I guess you have to have a federal license to... Uh, sell some things and be a distributor or be a manufacturer. And so I was talking with uh, my newfound friend, uh, Colt. Colt has a a nice guy. His name's, let me give you his whole name. Colt LeClaire. So it sounds like a, you know, a Canadian, uh, Arcadian, French Canadian. And he has been working on guns since he was 10 years old. Started with his grandfather. His grandfather taught him how to work on guns. And uh, he's a college-educated guy, bright guy, very energetic, really enjoyed talking to him. I took my gun over there. I was having some problems. And uh, he pointed out, and I think it's a good argument against uh, this sort of thing, that if you have a federal registry, then there will not be that state and local layer of uh, filtration 
to keep the federal government from getting into those records whenever they want. And once they know who you are and where you are, then they can come and say, hey, uh, we think there's some irregularities here, so we're going to take your gun away from you. So this is a problem. And uh, Colt was pretty, pretty prescient when he pointed out that, uh, do you know which country in South America banned guns in 2000? And now they're living in, in, in a dictatorship and absolute poverty. Which country was that? That would be Venezuela. Venezuela, okay. So he pointed that out to me. And, you know, I pointed out to him that, as Hitler said, if you want to control a country, you have to disarm it first. So I think that we have to be really diligent and, and strong about this. Now, I don't think that this would pass the test of the Supreme Court. Not a chance, no. They were able to, but still... We have to be vocal about this. This is important because, you know what? People say, oh, it doesn't matter. If they want to come and get you, they'll come and get you. You'll think twice if you try to come en masse and take guns away from 100 million people. If It's going to be a problem, yeah. If they're pointing their guns at you, you're going to think, mm, maybe this isn't worth it. That's right. Exactly. So, That's why Germany put the law in effect first and then came for the people. That's right. And, you know, it wasn't just Hitler. The Weimar Republic started it in the 1920s because they were trying to disarm the fascists and the communists. You know, the Nazis and the communists were going at it, and they were trying to prevent a civil war. It was well intended, you know, just as saying, well, we're going to cut down on, on violent crime or murders, you know, cut down on violent crime or murders by, you know, 10% or whatever, big deal. <clears throat> that is not a good argument because you're sacrificing... Uh, uh, hundreds of millions of people's liberties and rights uh, for, what, a few thousand deaths that are not going to make a whole lot of difference in the long run. But, you know. Well, well first they come for your guns, and they then come for the radio stations. They always want the radio stations after that. Well, Dr. Bill's hiding out here in, in, <laughs> so, a, in he, little, his little radio cubby hole. The DJs are well armed. That's in case anybody's thinking about coming over to take the we radio are station. Armed. And, and Joe's got all the doors locked. That's right. You can't even get in the damn building. <laughs> you need a password, like an old speakeasy. I know, and they're 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 metal doors. They are. Yeah. Oh my god. So don't even think about it. No. No, we are we are armed and dangerous, and, and but that uh, won't that won't that won't. There's no way that would pass the Supreme Court. I think they've ruled on similar judgments before. Yeah, I think so, too. And I, th I think that it's it's important that we continue to uh, remind our left-wing friends of that, that they're not going to get anywhere with this. There's a number of things they're going to have a hard time with, especially if the Senate stays uh, Republican. Let's hope. What's going on in Georgia? Have you heard? Are we going to win that or not? Um, that, the, the, the two Senate races down there, I think, are both a toss-up right now still. They're still a toss-up. Yeah, from the last mm -hmm. numbers I saw, but who can trust polls anymore <laughs> after two bad elections in a row on the polling I, they're almost meaningless now and of course joe wants to uh reform campaign funding uh he wants to eliminate i guess they had a bill back in the 90s or the 2000s trying to eliminate uh corporate spending independent of the campaigns because somebody wanted to put out uh, a derogatory video about Hillary. Uh, and so they tried to pass a law that said you couldn't do it within 
60 days of a general election and 30 days of a primary or something like that and limit the amount of funding. Of course, that went to the Supreme Court and the Citizens United versus the Federal Election Commission. And the Supreme Court uh, agreed in 2009 and decided in 2010, the court held that free speech, the free speech clause of the First Amendment prohibits the government from restricting independent expenditures for political communications by corporations, including nonprofits, labor unions, and other associations. Yoo-hoo, you go, Supreme Court. So Yeah, they're not going to change that. I mean, that's a waste of time. Well, unless uh, unless somehow uh, there was a, an amendment to the Constitution, but you know 37 states are not going to pass that. No, it takes years. We're still waiting for the... Um... Which the uh, the thing we started in the seventies, women's rights the or something. Equal rights. The equal rights amendment, yeah. That I never they finally, I thought they finally gave that up. Did they? I think I think the uh, I think there was a uh, end time on that that they finally had to. You only have yeah, so many I years. Yeah, I think there was, yeah. and I think now and it's, uh, now the women that are for that they just yell in your face instead of. <laughs> That's right. It's on YouTube. <laughs> you know, I was at the top of my medical school class. I wasn't. I was busy raising a kid. <laughs> I was in medical school as a single parent, so, you know, I probably could have done a lot better if I hadn't had that burden and been a, plus been a kind of a, well, I won't say wild, but, you know, young and, and right. scared. Yeah, you know, but uh, these are the things that we live with and we have to do. And uh, let us not forget what, what Ruth Bader Ginsburg said, women cannot be equal until they're in control. <laughs> I, I told... Uh, Ramona, one of my doctor friends at in the ICU, we were, were seeing a COVID patient. And she said, Bill, haven't you figured out yet? We are in control. That's, I said, you know, that's what Ken keeps telling me. In my house, that's, for, that's sure. That's uh, you absolutely know, so, true. So we just throw in the towel and go fishing. That's my, my answer. Hey, we got, we, got Clearwater, we got Richard from Clearwater on the phone here. If you'd like to uh, have somebody jump in with their two cents. Richard, come on, buddy. Get, good to have you hey. on. Hey, Dr. Bill, how are you doing? Good, sir. How are you? Okay. Hey, uh, one thought, you know, uh, it's it's just really so hard to imagine with the way everything was going before the election that uh, things turned out the way they did. But who knows? Maybe this will be like uh, the moment when uh, Obi-Wan told Darth Vader, when you strike me down, I shall become even stronger. Yes. What do you think? I think so. And, and you know, I, I think... Ian was kind of depressed last week, but Ian's a, he's an emotional guy. <laughs> I've known him for, not personally, but on the radio, we've he's been calling us for gosh a decade. Nice guy and right. very thoughtful, and you know, and very prescient. But you know, as I said last week, hey, we won in sixteen. There's nothing that says we can't win in, in the midterms in two years, and nothing says we can't get it back in twenty four. I mean, we're growing stronger every year. All noble right? causes have their setbacks. Yeah, and you know you got to take you got to take your lumps. I mean, this is this is a battle. This the war is not lost. This is a battle, and you're not going to win every battle. All you got to do is look at, at uh, President Washington when he was general of, of the Continental Army. He knew that he would not be able to take the the English on head on, so he had uh, some hit and run actions, and he he moved the battlefield, and he knew that eventually everything would shift south. And uh, actually, the war, the Revolutionary War, was won in the South. It was won at the Cowpens and at Yorktown and at other battles. And 
and he was wise enough to see that there was no reason to try to look like he was winning the war uh, as long as he could uh, uh, cause attrition, as long as he could cause the English to the British to think that this may not be worth it, and as long as he could hold out until the French agreed to bring their navy in, which eventually they did, and that ended it at Yorktown. And, you know, that's when Cornwallis surrendered. And Washington uh, uh, did exactly the right thing. His tactics were brilliant. I mean, he, he you know, we think he lost all the battles. He didn't. He actually won several battles, but uh, he downplayed it, you know. You want to look like the underdog at times, uh, and you can come out swinging, and you might catch your opponent off guard. So this is a battle not the end of the war. So stay it's, positive, it, folks. Right. Yeah, I think you got to think of it like the war between the sexes. You know, you have to call a truce every night. Otherwise, there won't be uh, any soldiers to fight yeah, future yeah. battles. Yeah, so, I, I lost that war a long time ago, Doc. Well, yeah, but you, but you still made some future warriors. So. <laughs> right. But they're, so, both, they're both women, so, you know. Oh, is <laughs> I, I may have strengthened the wrong it, side. It's all over, Ken. <laughs> Just throw in the towel. <laughs> Finally, I had a son, and now he's on the dark side, but he'll come back once he's been out there and, and work. He's been hiding behind the mother's purse strings and apron strings uh, for literally two decades. But he'll come out eventually. We'll get him. Hey, it's about time for a doc. A doc I'll, it's time for about break if you want to take one here. We got, uh, oh, it is? We've oh, done my. already half an hour of this show, I know. Holy mother. Listen, by the way, uh, we still need a couple more people for the gel study. I'm at 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. That's the antifungal uh, gel study. And, uh, you know, we had uh, our good friend who we talked about earlier in the show, Ed, who came in for the study. And Ed got two Dr. Bill mugs, plus he got the gel, plus we had a great talk. So it's a lot of fun. Come on in. Uh, it's a good time of year to do this because we're not too busy yet. And it's very simple. It's three visits, and a little blood work. That's about it. All and right. Stuff works great. And also we have telemedicine, right, Ken? Absolutely. And talk about working great. I love telemedicine. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. I'm Dr. Bill. I'll be right back. Don't you go away. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. The Army has identified five American soldiers killed in a helicopter crash last week while on a peacekeeping mission in Egypt's Sinai Peninsula. Those troopers were from Texas, North Carolina, Massachusetts, Ohio, and Illinois. They were part of an international force that monitors the four-decade-old Israeli-Egyptian peace agreement and were said to be on a routine mission when the Black Hawk helicopter crashed near Sharm el-Sheikh. The Army says the cause of the crash is still under investigation today. China, Japan, and 13 other Asian Pacific nations have agreed to found the world's largest trading bloc in a deal many hope will hasten the region's recovery from the shocks of the pandemic and Hurricane Iota. Now the 13th hurricane of the Atlantic season, it will be threatening the Caribbean and parts of Central America soon. This is SRN News. 
Dr. Bill for Bay Area Medical, located at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Pete, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Full service clinic with x-ray, heart imaging, ultrasound, stress testing, and minor surgery. We provide quality health care in a warm and friendly atmosphere. We are multilingual, well-trained, and certified. Most American insurance and new patients accepted. Bay Area Medical, home of Can Care, 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. With social distancing and sheltering in place, telemedicine is here. Bay Area Medical Home of Can Care Clinic offers telemedicine for new and established patients. You can see me without an office visit. Schedule an appointment at 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. When it's time for your appointment, type this web address into your cell phone or computer web browser, doxy.me forward slash Bay Area Med. A cell phone works well and is all you really need. For computers, you need a web camera and speakers. We'll give you this address when you call for your appointment. We accept most insurances and travel insurances. Canadians and visitors, please call your travel insurance company for an authorization number prior to the visit. Co-pays and deductibles apply. Self-pay rates are available. Just ask. We accept credit cards, PayPal, and Stripe. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Hello, this is Dr. Bill Handelman for our good friends at Tampa Bay Imaging. TBI provides state-of-the-art MRI and CT scanning with the lowest radiation possible. Most insurance plans accepted and self-pay rates are very competitive. TBI is conveniently located in Tampa and St. Pete with evening and weekend appointments. So call TBI today or ask your doctor. In Tampa, call 813-386-3674. St. Pete, call 727-545-9674. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. My son, he lives with me, and and we both take it every day, and the results are wonderful. But when he was younger, he was in his early 20s, we went skiing, and he had a skiing incident where his big toe on his right foot, the nail got injured, and he lost the toenail. It came back really weird and ugly, and it's been that way for the last 30 years. In about four months of us taking the products on a daily basis, his toenail came back perfect. Yeah, I wanted to share that with somebody because it was like astronomical. So we're really very happy with the product. Don't wait to see how Balance of Nature can improve your health from your head to your toes. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code RESULTS. Take AM860, The Answer, with you wherever you go with our mobile app, TheAnswerTampa.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within, over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Here is your exclusive AccuWeather forecast. Partly sunny and warm today with a high of 84. Tonight, mainly clear with a low 71. Clouds and sunshine for tomorrow with a high of 82. Clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 61. Tuesday, plenty of sunshine with a high of 77. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Gregory Patrick for AM860, The Answer. 
Dr. Bill, your Radio MD. Welcome back. We took a little uh, little coffee break there, and Ken had to go see a man about a horse. You back, Ken? <laughs> yeah, horse is okay. fine, thanks. Yeah, good. well, that bush out back is happy on that. <laughs> so uh, here's here's uh, this is Biden and Kamala Kamala Harris's uh, seven point plan to beat COVID nineteen and get our country back on track. Wait a minute, <laughs> I thought we were beating it, and we were back on getting back on track. Yeah, I you think want- I think we are. Yeah, we're- double the number of drive through testing sites. Why? The numbers of people that are getting sick from this and dying are going down. Uh, tremendously, you know, we've had we've had three waves. We had the initial wave, which was the big one. Then we had the big jump in July, uh, and then the uh, the next one was in October here, and that's starting to die down. Our hospital, and and you know, we're a magnet for for people in Pinellas County to come and, and be treated. Our hospital, I think we have seven or six or seven in the hospital now. I'm seeing one in consult, and uh, she's a, an older woman. In her 70s, uh, she has COPD, lifelong smoker, and she's sitting there fine with her oxygen on, which she's been wearing for years anyway, and we're giving her all the medications, and she's like, well, when can I go home? <laughs> I mean, you know, we're saving almost everybody. So this is, I don't know why you would want to have more drive-through testing sites, but but uh, apparently that's what he wants. He wants a, a, a pandemic testing board like Roosevelt's War Production Board, so we can produce massive amounts of testing kits and home testing kits. He wants to establish a U.S. Public Health Jobs Corps to mobilize at least 100,000 Americans across the country with support from trusted local organizations. Yeah, right, my tax dollars. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the, what do we need 100,000 more Americans for? We're, we're sending nurses home at this point. We don't have enough business. I guess there are hot spots around the country, but there's always going to be that, I think, until we get this vaccine out to everybody. Listen, even if there are hot spots, you know, HCA, the hospital corporation that owns St. Pete General, they have been shuttling nurses, you know, offering incentives for nurses to go from, you know, Wyoming to Florida when we had the big surge. So, come on, they can do that. I mean, we don't need the government to step in here and do this. This is just more create jobs nonsense. And they want to fix personal protective equipment problems for good. I didn't know there were any. <laughs> I mean, we've got, well, they're going to fix them if they find them. <laughs> they, if they find them, they're going to fix them. If it costs them. all the money you got, Doc, we're going to fix I mean, them if we find them. Ken, there are masks strewn about the parking lots of my office in the hospital. I mean, not a lot, but, you know, I see two or three masks every day. I go out there, I see them on the ground. So don't tell me we don't have enough masks. And as for face covers... I, nobody in the hospital's had a problem. We can get the uh, face shields, all you do is you call the PP nurse, the protective uh, equipment nurse, and she'll bring her little card over and you give her your 3-4 uh, number, which is our ID number for getting into the computers, and she gives you a little bag and it's got everything in it. So I don't know what he's talking about. So he's going to ramp up production. And, oh, he's going to provide clear, consistent consistent evidence-based national guidance for how communities should navigate the pandemic. Wow. I didn't know we couldn't figure that out. I can say, haven't we been doing that for about the last eight months here? Yeah, well, no, but Joe didn't tell us how to do it, so we're probably not doing it right. That's more than likely Joe's way, yeah. 
Yeah, Joe's way is better. It's just going to be what Trump's already been doing. Only he'll declare it over. The pandemic's (laughs) over since I'm president. Well, get that vaccine, folks, when it comes available. Oh, yeah, that'll be the end of it. And we'll stop hearing about this altogether. Yep. And he wants to plan for the effective, equitable distribution of treatments and vaccines because discovering isn't enough if they get distributed like Trump's testing and PPE fiasco. What, what's what? he talking about? I have no idea. I don't, I don't get it. We've had remdesivir since early March. We've had convalescent plasma since mid-March. I mean, we've had everything the president got and more. Long before he got sick with it, yeah. Oh, long before he even knew what what uh, you know what the treatments were. I mean, he's not a scientist. He's not a doctor. He doesn't know. None of these guys know. He and so Joe wants to invest twenty five billion in a vaccine manufacturing and distribution plan. We've already got the vaccine. <laughs> we are we're already manufacturing. We've got hundreds of millions of doses waiting to be used. Ah, doesn't make any sense to me. He wants to protect older Americans and others at high risk. Well, well that, that, that Ken, that's what we're that's part of the plan. That's that's part of the plan. <laughs> Haven't you been paying attention, Joe? Uh, I think he was sleeping. <laughs> in fact, you're first. The docs and uh, doctors and nurses and uh, folks in homes. Oh, the uh, seniors are they're all first in line, aren't they? Yeah, I thought so. The uh, the frontline workers like me, and uh, then you're right behind me because um, DJs be are second. Me. That's right. You're you're, you're with me, man. <laughs> we're, we're okay. Wait, wait. Here's one more thing. Joe wants to rebuild and expand the defenses that Trump has dismantled to predict, prevent, and mitigate pandemic threats, including those coming from China. What? What is it? He wants to restore the White House National Security Council. Directorate for Global Health Security and Biodefense, which was established by guess who? Uh, Barack Obama, Obama, I guess. Yeah, Obama. <laughs> he wants to implement a mask mandate nationwide hmm. mm, by working with governors and mayors. Yeah, and county board members. He wants to go all the way down to library districts, I think, to get people to agree to this. But if they don't agree, they're not going to. It's not going to be mandated. That's the thing I'm saying. It can't be mandated. No, I don't think so. No. I mean, I, you know, this is just a bunch of hot air. And, you know, once if he does win and takes the White House, you're not going to hear about all this anymore. It's going to be a non-event. And did you see where this guy, in, uh, I think it was in Texas, said he got the vaccine and it was no big deal and everybody should get it? Uh, did you see that? I've seen a couple of people who've said that now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, come on. This is ridiculous. One lady said she had a fever for about a half a day and she took an Advil and she was fine. I mean, I had worse with the shingles vaccine. I had it for a whole day. A whole day? A whole day. <laughs> Still better than the shingles, and this will be better than getting the, the disease, so just go mm-hmm. with it, folks. Look, shingles is a nasty disease. It is, yeah. And I'll tell you what, I have people, it's not everybody, but some people have a post-shingles syndrome where they have an irritation of the nerve distribution that the shingles vaccine broke out in. It's a skin rash. And it, it uh, uh, inflames the cutaneous nerves, and they have chronic, terrible pain. It takes them months and years to get over it. And when you do have it, it's really a nasty thing. So take the it's vaccine. Burning pain. So I got it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We can only advise, Doc. We can't make them go there. 
No, we can only advise. Uh, so what about foreign policy? Is he going to upend, do you think Biden's going to upend all the good work that Trump's done in the Middle East? I don't think he's going to upend it all on China. Everything else, certainly, but not China. I think he'll be a little tougher on China. You think so? Than Obama was, yes. Well, I hope so. I mean, uh, I think that we need to uh, ensure that the Chinese are playing fair. And uh, how do you do that with 1.5 billion people and basically uh, seven or eight separate countries that the communists are trying to rein in, uh, and they're doing it basically through force, you know, if you don't cooperate, then you're going to jail. Yeah, it's blatant. I mean, it's just, yeah. he, no, he, 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 has to, he has to remain tough on China. I think he would have to. I, I wonder what's going to happen in the Middle East with, with Israel and, and uh, Iran. I think that, that Trump's done a tremendous job of reining in the Iranians and uh, forming a coalition of uh, Arab Jewish states uh, to counter the threat from the Persians, who, by the way, have been threatening the Middle East and Europe for thousands of years. It doesn't have anything to do with Islam. It has to do with the Persians and uh, their idea of, of who should be in control. We have a little different idea here in the United States. Do you think he'll move um, the... Um Embassy back from Jerusalem to Tel Aviv? Well, if he does, he'd be stupid because the 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 world now recognizes Jerusalem as the capital. Exactly. So I don't know. I, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. We'll see what happens. Who knows? I mean, if he does, it's really a, a dumb thing to do. And, you know, they said, oh, this is no big deal. This doesn't make any difference. It doesn't change anything between the, the Palestinians and the, and the, the, the Israelis. Come on, the Palestinians have quieted down considerably, and I think it gives a clear message to the uh, militia that are backed by the Iranians, what Hamas and Hezbollah. Mm -hmm. And I think I think Hamas has the upper hand at this point in the in the political fight within the Palestinians. And you know what? I think it sent a very clear message to them, and it's cut, and we've decreased their funding because we've been starving the uh, the economy in, in Iran through our sanctions and our actions. Uh, I mean, what more can you want? There's less violence in the Middle East. There's more peace. Uh, the Israelis and the Arabs are working closer and better together than ever before. Uh, they're they're arm-locking against the Iranian threat. And remember, the Iranians are building a nuclear weapon. And you're going to put this in the hands of the Ayatollahs, uh, who are basically fascist dictators. Is this what we want? I don't think so. Al-Qaeda has been not neutralized, but certainly quieted. Quieted down. And uh, Joe says he's going to continue fighting for Americans wherever they are and defend our vital interest. And he will never hesitate to protect the American people. Yeah, right. That's that's why I'm, I'm hearing from or I heard from uh, guys that were in the field in Afghanistan that that Obama threw him under the bus and sent him out without backup and, and you know, said, no, we're not going to do that and we're not putting any more into it. But you still have to go out <laughs> and, and get into a firefight without any backup or air support. Now, I don't know how true that is, but these guys were telling me some stories that were really pretty scary, you know, that if this is our commander in chief, oh my God. 
and Biden is going to do the same thing. I mean, he's he's part of that same mindset that he doesn't mind throwing away a few American lives if it will further his international interest. I heard I something. Think- I heard something the other day that we haven't had a war during the Trump administration. That's the first administration since like the nineteen. 19- 30s or something like that, that we haven't gotten into a war in a news in, in an administration that's taken over somehow and and my sisters were all screaming when he got elected he's going to get us into a war and i kept saying to them no you guys you don't understand how it works you keep peace through strength and you uh, you end wars and you bring your people home and you remain strong and let the world know that you're strong well by the way joe's going to end forever wars what the hell has Trump been doing? He's been trying to get everybody out of uh, the Middle East and Afghanistan. He wants to end that and, and get us get us out of there. Uh, but Joe's going to do it now. Mm. Well, we'll see. Oh. And he's going to elevate diplomacy because Trump was not diplomatic. How in the world do you solve all these problems that Trump solved if you're not a diplomat? <laughs> I don't know. Well... I wonder what's going to happen on the uh, southern end of the border, though. I think we'll see any changes there under Joe well, Biden. What's he, he's been saying about what has he been saying about immigration? Well, he says that he's for responsible immigration. Which I don't know what that means, but he's also for humane treatment of people who are coming across the southern border, and he wants to defund uh, and and transfer money out of the wall fund back into wherever it came from. I think it was the it came from the defense uh, fund, but. Uh, We'll see. There's some discretionary funds that presidents have that Congress allows them to uh, to utilize for emergencies with some oversight from Congress. Uh, but, of course, if there's money in the defense fund and it's already been allocated by Congress and then Congress no longer has their hands on it because they've given it to the executive branch. So we'll see what happens. So uh, the Biden We'll launch a top-to-bottom review of our funding to Central America to determine how we can build on a successful initiative from the Obama-Biden administration that secured concrete commitments from the leaders of El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras to take on the corruption, violence, and endemic poverty that drives migration. Hmm. Sounds expensive. It sounds like my tax dollars. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. south, baby. It sounds expensive. <laughs> Instead of saying, hey, fix it or we're going to whack your butt, oh, here, have some more money. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really expensive. All right. One of the guys at the hospital, Jesus, he's a, he's a critical care doctor, a nice guy. He, he grew up in Honduras, and uh, he has some real stories to tell. He says, Bill, it's so corrupt, there is just nothing you can do to change it. And he said, and it's dangerous. He said, if you go out to a bar on a Friday night, you might just get shot. For no reason at all. And, of course, you'll never hear about it in the statistics that are reported to the World Health Organization regarding violence and crime in Honduras and the number of murders. Uh, so, you know, we have a high murder rate because most of the world doesn't even report their murders. So They'll do it. he's, he's going to help us out. Hey, listen, Biden's going to restore and reimagine partnerships. I thought we had partnerships. Well, I was going to say, which ones don't we have anymore? Yeah. Who, who did we lose? We've got a stronger relationship with uh, uh, trade relationship with uh, most of the world than we've ever had before. Just that uh, Trump said, "Hey, you got to lower your tariffs, or we're going to raise ours." What's wrong with that? 
let's play fair. Let's get the playing field level. Yeah, everybody so. still want to trade with America. I mean, this is where this is. You know, we've got a, a one heck of an economy here, and people want their products sold here. So we're, he just wanted to level the playing field. That's all he said from day one. I know, and uh, and he did. Yes, pretty much. I mean, you know, not not completely, but so well, listen. Here's Joe's North Korea plan. President Biden will empower our negotiators, empower them as if they're not empowered now, and jumpstart a sustained, coordinated campaign with our allies and others, including China, yeah, right, to advance our shared objective of a denuclearized North Korea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. You go, Joe. <laughs> Good luck, there. Joe to the rescue. <laughs> but, I mean, Trump did many, many great things. He really did. He, he didn't want to disband a NATO. He just wanted NATO to pay their fair share. It's been 70 years since World War II ended. It's time to start coughing, phoning up some dough, you know? I know. And, and you know, we're funding them, and they're buying uh, gas and oil from the Russians. Wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. We're funding them to arm themselves against the Russians, and they're buying gas and oil. Isn't this what Germany and Russia were doing before World War II? They were buddies. And they oh, were, yeah. They were wonderful trading uh, partners. Yeah, they were wonderful trading partners. And then all of a sudden, uh, the, uh, the Germans, the sneaky little Germans, oh, my God. They attacked the Russians without warning. Operation Barbarossa. As That's you right, exactly. Yeah. And if you're so, going to do that, you don't want to give them any warning because it kind of defeats the purpose. So I can understand why they did that. Yeah. I mean, you got to be sneaky if you're going to. If you're going to attack a country, you know, three times your size, you probably don't want to say, hey, we're coming in tomorrow. Three, ten times their oh, size. Maybe, certainly, yeah. Ten times their size. And. Uh, with a population that was three or four times larger than Germany at that time. Yeah, Germany never really had a chance in that fight. Well, they could have if they had not uh, decided to, to wage war on two fronts and if they had read uh, Napoleon's uh, missives to his his uh, wife as he retreated from, from Russia and lost, what, 90% of his army on the march back to France. It's It's very difficult winters in Russia. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, it's warming up. I mean, you know, we're doing a good job of thawing them out, and uh, we might be able to have a chance, but still a lot of mud. Uh, who wants all that territory anyway? What are you going to do with it, certainly? I don't know. Plant more trees? What? <laughs> Maybe Al Gore would like to do that, wouldn't he? I, Al Gore wants a tree everywhere, yes. So I'm not quite sure what uh, horrible things it, it is that Trump has done other than just being Trump, you know, mm-hmm. personality. And as my next door neighbor, Barb said, I'm a Republican, but you know, Bill, I just don't like Trump. And so I vote the man, which means she voted for Biden. Mm-hmm. Of course, I still love her. And, you know, we still sit out and drink beer and, and talk about the world, but, uh, who cares? Who cares what his personality is? Let's look at what was done. Oh, well. well oh, I, hope you, I hope he decides to run again in 24. We'll see. Yeah, I hope so, too. And I think we'll win in 24 no matter what. Oh, by the way, uh, Joe's going to rally the world to address the existential climate crisis. Existential. Oh, my God. I thought we were going to all be dead by 2010. Isn't that what uh, Al Gore said? That's right. We don't do something. We'll all be dead by 2020. Now, yeah, now the world's going to end in 2020. 
wait a minute, 2020 is almost over. <laughs> Wasn't the should best I, year, but we got through it. Should I pack a lunch? <laughs> fill so, up the gas tank, Doc. Yeah, fill up the gas tank. And by 2050, zero carbon emissions. That's, that's what true. I hear. That's going to be an interesting. And, and that means no passing platus. Yeah, that's right. How are we going to do that? I have no idea, but Joe will tell I us. I have no idea. So, uh, you know, Dr. Bill has said for decades, let's go nuclear. Of course, now we're going uh, solar. And, you know, some of these solar plants are huge. They're acres and acres and acres, hundreds of acres of Of, uh, of prime solar. farmland in some cases, to tell you the truth. Well, we can do hydroponics. We don't need farmland oh, anymore. Okay. <laughs> Kill all the farmers. Put in, put in solar panels. <laughs> and, uh, you know, who's going to make all these solar panels? The Chinese. There you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and guess who's going to be in the middle of making the deals with the Chinese? Uh, Bo. No, I'm sorry, not Bo. What the... Hunter. Hunter, yes. Hunter will be there. Yes, he will. He's our man. Hey, I didn't know this, and I don't know if this is true or not, but, you know, Colt, uh, who I was telling you about, LeClaire, who has the gunsmith shop. Nice guy, and I don't mind throwing out a little a little uh, PR for him because he helped me out and didn't charge me a thing. Nice guy. He said that, and I don't know if this is true or not, uh, he said that what's happening with a lot of the land out in California that is uh, rich in, in mineral ores like lithium and, and other vital elements that we need. Lithium's necessary to make the, the lithium-ion batteries for electric cars and batteries for everything, basically, computers, flashlights, you name it. That what has happened is that the California legislature has been manipulated into uh, saying you can't mine in our state this, and then the land value goes down, and uh, then uh, Who's our Speaker of the House? Nancy, Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, yes. Yeah, her husband, uh, their company, you know, they're a real estate company. Then he buys this or gets his property at a discount and sells it to Chinese investors. And then when the time's right, they can undo these uh, green laws out in California so the Chinese can buy Of course. This. All right. Beautiful. Now, I don't know if this is Beautiful true scam there, Doc. I don't know if it's true or not, but I would not be surprised because, you know what, these are a bunch of skunks. These are bad people, and they're in control in the House right now. Looks like they're going to be in control in the White House, too. Speaking of control, we've got about a minute and a half left here, Doc. It's a fast oh show today, I know. We really flew through this. We did. Thank, thank Richard for calling in, and, and uh, thank all of our friends out there. And, Ian, you hang in there, buddy. We know you're, you're a little upset and down, but it'll be okay. We're with you. We're here every Sunday. And by the way, Dr. Bill has the toenail gel study going on, and you can join that. We need a few more people for the study. It'll be six months of your life, three visits to the office, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. We also have tele telemedicine, and Ken did that, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. And we're accepting new American patients, and we also have CanCare Clinic for Canadians and visitors. So come on in, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411.
And Ken, thanks for a great show. Thank all you guys out there. I love you. Let's get a little music on, and I will get my little self out of here.